Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes. Mm. I'm Jack Kolodzewski, joined today by Robert Anderson. That's me. That's hey, me. Robbie. Hey, Jack. How we saw doing? a movie. Yeah, just okay. Just mere minutes ago. We're just going to jump right into it, huh? Yeah, you, I mean, you want to, like... I mean, that's the you point. Wanna, you want to rap a little bit, or what, what you did got? You have, did you have a good day? I'm chopping up. Yeah, I had, had a pretty good day. Yeah, I okay. just It's my first Monday back from a vacation, so... Oh, right. You had, the, you had the, as, love, um, the love-cation. Yep. Um... Mm-hmm. So, we done? You want to talk about this movie? You want to ask how my day was? Yeah, how's your day? It was fun. Cool. So yeah, we saw... That was good radio. We saw Spider-Man. We saw Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. That may, that name makes more sense now. The whole movie took place during Homecoming. Yes. The entire time. I mean, kind of. Kind of. Eh, they put the banner in like the in the very early parts okay. of the movie. Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. The Count It... Wait. Second reboot. Third iteration. Third iteration, second reboot. Spider-Man. And then the... The third Spider-Man. This is the sixth Spider-Man movie. Yes. Right? No. Yes. Yes. Because we got three Tobys, two Garfields, and those are our first... And then um, first... Handsome Young Man. We don't even know his name. Do you know his name? Yeah, I do. I'm waiting to see if you know his name. Uh, I know his name. It's, um... I just have to think about it Tom Holland. How's that? It's Boom! Tom, it's not Tom Holland. Oh, it is Tom Holland. It's Tom Holland. You're right. You know, I always get his name and the dude who's playing Han Tom Solo. Tom Hiddleston. No, Han Solo. You know that kid? Oh. They kind of are like the same The kid spec. that needs acting lessons? Well, Did yeah, you hear about that? I did hear about that. That uh, the kid that's playing Han Solo um, of Was he getting Hail Caesar <laughs> fame is now... Apparently, not only did they have directing troubles, with, they also had all kinds of problems. They had problems with the kid. He wasn't doing it, I guess, for well, Disney, for Walt, for Walt, for Mr. Walt. Um, so yeah. they hired an acting coach for him. And the would but it were so simple joke is too fucking good to avoid. Did somebody make that joke already? Because please, yeah. holy <laughs> shit, you made that joke. So um, um, let's talk about Spider Man. Jack, what do you think? I really like that movie a lot. Yeah, I liked it too. I'm pretty hot on that movie. It was very. We were laughing like the whole time. We and were. La- we had some pretty good, like hearty, yeah, chuckles, laugh out loud moments oh, in yeah. that movie, which I appreciate a lot in a Marvel. Well, movie. you know, Spider Man's always been known for. He's kind of like Deadpool in the way where he's like a sassy motherfucker. He's always been like the sass man. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, the Garfield movies they kind of made him a little too swaggy. Maybe not funny. Yeah. Too swag. He was way too cool. Way too cool. Yeah. And Tom McGuire movie is that he's very serious and very nerdy. But then he just is very serious. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a long time since I've... You've seen all the other Spider-Man movies, I'm assuming. Uh, The only one I haven't seen was the second Andrew Garfield movie. Oh boy, was that movie fucking bad. That's the thing. I heard that and I was just like, I don't even want to taint my eyeballs. But I did see the Emma Watson death scene like four times. It's hilarious. I know how people really love to shit on Spider-Man 3. And yes, it's not a good movie. It is not. But hot damn, that second Andrew Garfield movie was bad. Seemed like garbage. It was not good at all. I also, I really didn't like the first one either though. The first one I thought was okay. okay. It, like, it wasn't bad for, like, a reboot of that. Yeah. Like, because you have to remember, like, that movie was coming after... I mean, Spider-Man it's a step 3. up from Spider-Man 3. It's definitely a step up from Spider-Man 3. But then they 3. went right back down with... Yeah. Um, was it Amazing Spider-Man 2, it was called? Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man, I think, is, like, what that series is. Garfield dropped that Brooklyn accent, like, three times per sentence in that movie. Really? I didn't notice it as bad in the first movie. Yeah, but in the second one, I was like, "Holy shit!" This well, he's kid not even like not... he's not even like an American. He's from it's overseas. Queens accent. Sorry, Queens, Queens accent. Yeah, over here in Brooklyn. Well, he's trying to do a Brooklyn accent. I'm swinging because he's British. 
Yes. But Tom Holland is also British, and I think he did a much better job. Uh, I didn't know he was British. He's British. So there you go. You cannot have a British, non-British Spider-Man, apparently. No. I guess Toby. Toby, yeah. But he's, he's just like... His, Toby McGuire's face, though, in those movies is always so wet and, like, just it's weird. Wet? Yeah. It's wet, right? I don't know if I would describe it as wet, but I I'm suppose it's not wrong. I'm going to. Necessarily. We'll find out. Um, I, I, Toby yeah. movies were good, though. I mean, they're like, the one and two are fine. One and two. Two is really good. One and two Yeah, came at a time before, I think... No, I know. Mm-hmm. Before, really, Marvel had hit its stride with these with these Spider-Men. Yeah. Well, no, with any of these... Because X Men, uh, X Men came post Crusaders, Spider Man, right? Yeah, no, or at the same time. Oh, that's a good question. I don't actually know what. It's like X Men and Spider Man are like the the ones that kind of like have set the tone for current superhero movies. Definitely. Obviously, they've changed a lot. The MCU is just like just monster at this point, but it, you know they're doing it. What? Right? But they were yeah. pre Iron Man movies right. before superhero movies had really like ground their footing. Um, and I think that that they are they should be applauded for for really like I think so. making comic book movies viable for the mainstream because without that I don't think you would have seen the budget that went into Iron Man and oh definitely have, yeah I mean we only had like the Batman's and the Supermans but those movies are products of their times I mean we're doing the Batman podcast right now and like the Tim Burton Batman movies are not for everybody definitely not not for everybody I personally like them but I kind of like them more as like. Seeing them th- as a period piece more so than I enjoy them. Like if I if I they was, feel they feel dated. They feel dated, but also like if I was a comic book fan in the eighties or late eighties, early nineties, you know, I read my Batman Year One, I read my Dark Knight uh, Returns, and then I saw the Tim Burton Batman's, I'd be like, ah, that's a take. That's not what I wanted, but maybe yeah. I didn't, maybe I wouldn't have known what I wanted, right? You know. I mean, for us, we were pretty young when those Spider-Man and X-Men movies came yeah, out. Yeah, I love, I mean, Spider-Man that, 1, I watched, like, I think I, like, burned rings oh, yeah. in the DVD, uh, I saw it I many, many, many Spider-Man times. One. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah. It was good for the time. I mean, yeah, the maybe not the best take on Peter Parker, but admirable mm. in its own way. There's a lot of good in the movie. I think yeah. Tom Holland really nails it. I mean, he... Crushes it. He was really good in the... In, I was going to say The Avengers... Uh, oh yeah, it's Captain America movie. Um, yes, he was very good. Though. He was very good. But the way that Marvel, I think, is rolling out that character is like masterclass. They are doing a bang up job. Yeah, like the fact that you know we get introduced to him in Captain America: Civil War, and his origin story is not his Spider-Man. How he gets his powers origin story. It's the origin story is how does Spider-Man get into the MCU? Right. Which is a much more interesting take than being like, well, how does Uncle Ben die? Doesn't fucking matter. No, they don't even say Uncle Ben's name well, once. They, do no, they, I don't think they do. I know what scene you're thinking of. They, but I don't think they, they do. allude to it. They well, the thing is, like Aunt May is like both not protective and like a little protective. She's like, right, you cannot answer your phone, blah blah blah. And like, I'm assuming that's like Aunt May is very reasonable for her role. Uh, we'll talk. We'll come back to her more. <laughs> but talk, she is a very reasonable. We'll talk a lot about. Yeah, we will. Aunt May. Um, but I really like how they all that shit. You, they just take for granted that you know. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, you know, like, yeah, I got bit by a spider. Uh huh. Yeah. And they even play with it a little bit. And he's I like, the like, spider's dead. And like, I, that's kind of all you need to know. I like how they they <coughs> don't really burn a lot of time on that stuff while still doing a good job at like winking and nodding at it. Like, you right. know what this motherfucker's about. He does whatever a spider can. 
Yeah. That's it. That's his thing. You know he's already... And the the one thing I will say is, going into it, it really, really was like, okay, you saw that Captain America movie, right? You better have. Yeah, otherwise it's going to be kind of... Yeah. It's a cold open if you didn't. True. I mean, there's so much Tony Stark and Iron Man in this movie. But, I mean, we went into this seeing Knowing the previews. That. Like, we, we talked that. about this on the trailer talk. Oh, no, sorry. Coming Attractions. Yes. Um... I talk about trailers. We talked about trailers. Yes, we talked about the Spider-Man trailer, and mm-hmm. we did joke like, oh, this looks like Iron Man 4, huh? Yeah, and so we knew. I'm going to say, I don't know how you felt about it. I don't think they overdid the Iron Man. I think it was just enough. And boy, you know I am tired of seeing fucking Tony Stark yes. on the screen. Mm-hmm. And I have to say... He was even more orange and uh, obnoxious than ever before. <laughs> yeah. In a time where I'm highly sensitive to orange and obnoxious people, Ooh. he is more Ooh. obnoxious than or- ever orange, before. Orange billionaires? Yes. Yeah, wrong with that? Yes. Oh, I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the scenes that they brought him in for, like, I think they were all effect. Like, they're all very effective in what they're trying to do, and I can't necessarily imagine the movie without them. But maybe it was like kind of like the the a lot of like Favro scenes and Which I wanna maybe come back to this scenes. as well, but yeah. I really like John Favreau's role. He's great. In this. Yeah, as the liaison between Iron Man and Spider Man. Yeah, he's yeah. great. He they really expanded his role mm-hmm. in this movie and I, I liked yeah. him not only as like a comic relief, but mm-hmm. just kinda you know, his character has always kind of been there in the background yeah. for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of has he has his like biggest role I think in this movie definitely it's more so than any it's of the biggest, it's than in the Iron Man right, movies. Right, movies I'm yeah. sorry yeah it's I like men. I like tiny 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 spoiler I like how he says he just has a line where he's like oh before I met Iron Man it's like yeah before you met Iron, Iron Man, Man you, you were, were a much less shit. successful director <laughs> I don't know what John Favreau did before Iron Man do you I feel like I did know, and then I saw like Iron Man. Like third member on it. these podcasts that had like an IMDb encyclopedia. <sighs> Mike Burge is the real. He's the IMD man. IMDb man. But yeah, I liked him yeah. in this in this role. I liked I liked pretty much all the characters. They're really cool. Um, I do think in the beginning, I like for a minute, I was like, "Is Michael Keaton phoning it in?" And no then he is not at all. Way. In the beginning, I was like, "I don't know." And then I think you know I go into every Marvel movie with a little bit of like of like inherent cynicism. Sure. Um, so like you know, and I don't think the first fifteen minutes did a super good job. No, I don't want to get into specifics yet. We haven't crossed that threshold yet. Yeah, we can definitely. But say um, that, but but I really really like Michael Keaton in this movie a lot. Oh, uh, there's some scenes later in the movie which are just like, oh, these are some of like these are really the really best good. Marvel Cinematic Universe scenes I've ever seen. I would say he's probably my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe villain so far. Uh, he's the most fleshed uh, out. Maybe I I also liked Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy. Ego's too. really good. I think it's I think it's probably between him and Ego though, right? Oh, uh, for sure. Because Ego has like a fleshed out backstory and like and has a like motive. A, right, but you ish. also care about him. Maybe this is uh, more spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy Two mm. that he's a villain because I guess that's a kind of a turn. But I feel like you know that. Uh, but still, you yeah. care about him because he has like a personal connection to characters. Yes, and without you know, I, I think I think he's also Michael Keaton is is fleshed out and has motivations that are reasonable. 
Yeah, especially he's not like, just a, he's not an evil super alien that wants to destroy. No, he's the planet. like he's like a, and you get this from the trailer. He's one. He's refers to himself as like one of the little guys. He's a dude trying to get his. He's a working class guy. Yeah, who is involved in like salvaging weapons again? We right, know this that's from the his trailer. He, that's just what he like, does. He goes around and cleans up <clears throat> the like Avengers. Vulture? Right. <laughs> yes, which is actually I don't. I don't really know Vulture, the Vulture character from comic books or anything. Uh, that is, I do not believe that is his normal origin story. In fact, this is probably way better. No, but that's what I'm getting at. Is yeah. like it seems like this is a way more. They didn't like, call him like fleshed out. Once no, no, you ends. just know. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. a way more fleshed out take on that character. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, it's nothing like what we saw in the movie. And again, like what they did in the movie with him is like, damn, that's really good. It was really, really good. good. It was yeah. really good. It was really good. The movie, let's, let's go through some more, like, Non-spoilery, yeah, hot take yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, again, like, the comedic aspect of the movie. We had some, so, we had we some good la- bell- laughing bell- the whole time. And like there. I said, like, it's so nice to see Spider-Man actually be funny again. Um, I think a lot of this take on Spider-Man was based off of... Uh, I haven't read. I don't. I usually when I read comics, I read the more like standalone. Like right. The, like, read one when issue they, of when it. they become graphic novels. Basically, yeah, yeah. You buy the book of it and you're done. I'm the like, same way. Yeah, I don't like to read like you know. There's a thousand issues of this thing. It's like I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But the one that I did kind of jump with, or like kind of read most of it. I did not read all of it, and it's ongoing still. Is Ultimate Spider-Man okay? Do you know like anything about like the Ultimate Universe? It's gotten away from me. There's so a like lot. long long story short. Is that the, that's the one where he has the wing flaps. No, uh, so the Ultimate there's like Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Thor, Ultimate Iron Man. It's like a kind of like an early 2000s reboot of the Marvel Universe to okay. kind of make it more accessible. No, nah, not it's before the MCU even. Okay, it's to kind of make it more accessible for like basically our age group okay. who are starting to read comics but like can't really catch up on everything. So it kind of like. Sets it in the 21st century. Our age group in the mid-2000s. Yes. Okay, got it. Um, Still, like, adult-themed. So, so like, like, teenagers like, in the mid-2000s. Base, yeah, definitely. Got it. And, like, so, like, Spider-Man's in high school in, like, 2010. Or, I mean, probably even, I mean, like, 2008 or, like, 2005, you know? Right, right, right. So, it's, like, it kind of modernized While we're in everything. High school. Yeah, like, Tony Stark, instead of him doing the shrapnel thing in his heart, he actually has cancer. Okay. And, like, so, like, so it's a whole, like, reboot of all that, but, um... That take on Peter Parker is very focused on him in high school. Yes. Which is the other takes are usually start in high school, but then kind of quickly go to, much like Spider-Man 1. Right. Quickly go to him as an adult. Which I I think uh, the first two iterations of Spider-Man that we had Mm -hmm. did have Peter Parker in high school. But like... Spider-Man 1 did... Hard to suspend your disbelief that this is like a grown-ass man... Oh, yeah. Tony like, Hello, fellow children. Yeah, the um, uh, Steve Buscemi meme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, whereas Tom Holland, like, no, nah, that kid is, that's a kid. He's, 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 he's young boy. insanely way too ripped to be in high school but for it makes a 15-year-old But it makes sense because he's a Spider-Man. But the Marvel machine takes soft, doughy bodies and cuts them into perfect god gods and goddesses. Have you seen the Thor workout video? No. It's, um... I'd probably throw up just watching it. You might do something else. With your dangus. Oh, I see. Mm. Well, I usually throw up when I do that. So Every time? Uh, most of the time. That's why you're so, lean. That's why you're so lean. That's why I'm so lean. Yes. Exactly. Um, um, no, that's not... No, that's uh, a... <laughs> nope. Nope. This, this tasteful joke. Yes. That's fine. We apologize. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. So, like, the Marvel... So, like, the Ultimate Universe is very... It's, like, very focused on him in high school. Like, most of the issues are him in high school. Whereas, like... I think I can't speak too much to like Amazing Spider-Man and like the original or Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they focus on him in high school for too too long. 
Um, I think they do a really good job of portraying Spider-Man as a kid who really, really wants to do good. Yeah. And he really, really wants to impress. But he's also like naive. Who is his father? His stand-in father figure. Mm -hmm. He wants to. He wants to impress him. He wants to be something more than what he is. Right. But he is at the end of the day a fifteen-year-old kid, and while he's trying to like be this bigger thing, be a superhero, he's actually dealing with fifteen-year-old kid problems in high school, and that's awesome. Like he's got a crush on a girl in in high school. Like there's a homecoming dance coming up. Those are important things. And, like, those are important things to him, while at the same time, mm-hmm. they're not actually, like, really concerned. So it's, like, cool to see how they manage to balance that juggle. Well, it's good. Him. They do a good job of showing him, like, not being good at juggling it. Which, yes. again, is, like, an is a age-old Spider-Man trope, is that like, he is not good at double life. Well, even in, like, the action scenes with Spider-Man, like... Most of the time, Spider-Man is most fun for me mm-hmm. when he's just like just barely like, has it. a grip on everything, and like it's yeah. all just coming apart at the seams. He just barely has it under control, yeah, like, gymnastically, acrobatically. Yeah, just everything is like together. slipping through his fingers yeah. at all times, but he just manages to grab it, mm-hmm. which I think they do a really good job at pulling off. It's, it's the really, best. I really think it's the best like movie portrayal of Spider-Man that I, I would say gotten, so. You know, yeah, I I liked it. I I think they really nailed it with yeah. this. It's good. I mean, like, you know, I always get a little turned off when I think that they try to fold some of their newer, fresher ideas really heavily into the Marvel Universe. And right. this definitely is not, does not fall, I don't want to say victim to it, because I do think, like, it helps, you know, it helps speed the plot along. It's just like, we know Spider-Man, Spider-Man. We know he's trying to do this. Yeah, like, by a spider. And we we're giving we him, do, like, really know. grade A conflict because, like, Vulture wouldn't exist in the way he would exist without the MCU. He wouldn't have these, like, great side characters to talk to. And, like, Spider-Man has also always been known for playing with his friends. Right. Like, Spider-Man's Fantastic Four in the comics usually are always together. Right. And, like, Spider-Man, like, interacting with other heroes. And, like, in the comics, they all kind of... You know, play together. But, like, Spider-Man's known for playing with, like, very specific, like, Marvel characters. So it's Mm -hmm. good to see him, like, you know, be engaging with these, like, you know, some of the the elders of the MCU. The eldest of the MCU. Yeah. Tony Stark, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I I like the dynamic that they had going between the two of them. It was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want to take the gloves off and go into spoiler territory here? Zip and zip. Nice. Mm, Ame's hot. Yeah, she's very, very attractive. She's Mercy very, she's beautiful, is beautiful lady. Maybe the most, in my opinion, the most attractive person in the MCU right now. I agree. Aunt May's character is... She also like, seems so cool. She, she also, seems so cool. She's a very chill aunt. She's very chill Like aunt you May. said, she's very concerned for Peter when he like doesn't answer the phone and stuff like that. Yeah. But at the same time, like she she's goes like, to a party and she's like, okay, Peter, here you go. Have fun. I'm going to drive you to this party. Who's obviously, or that one like, part where she's like, I know you sneak out of the house every night and I know that you do this and I know that you do this. And right. I know you do. She's like rattling off these things. And I, for me for a second, I'm just like, oh, I don't know if you're a good like parental figure, but maybe it's fine. Maybe take a little more I don't care. Know. You totally um, deflected with the whole internship thing. Oh, I lost the internship. I lost the internship. Oh, I forgot that I was mad at you. I'm just because like, oh, now I have to no, console so you. Sad. Oh man. Oh jeez. Um, yeah, her character's really great. Again, like super fresh take on Aunt May. Even in, even in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe that I quoted yeah. before, old Aunt May. And I think this this movie more than anything nails fresh takes <clears throat> on everybody. Oh yeah, like the fresh take on Spider Man is awesome. It's mm-hmm. familiar, but at the same time, it feels like the most fully realized Spider Man that we've gotten. Yeah, 
uh, kid the, Spider-Man is is where it's at. You know, him yeah. figuring out he but should be a fifteen-year-old kid. He me watching this be... movie, did you get a sense of like, man, I can't wait for like a later movie when he's really good at this? Because if uh, this is like yeah. Spider-Man Year One, I'm like, maybe it's like kind of the weird like nerd to me, but I was just like, I can't wait to see a movie where he's like not fumbling around. Like he's kind of like got it, you know. For me, it was really fun to see him definitely figure it out. Yes, like, especially like all the scenes where he's figuring out what he can do with the suit after they unlock. Which I, you know, I want to kind of talk about like. Spidey gadgets at length for a minute. You want to hop in that now? Let's Mercy, hit it. Mercy Tomb is great. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do think they kind of like over-sexualize her a little too much. Uh, well, I mean, what did I say? Like yeah. three times in the movie, like, M.A., can you stop being so damn hot for like a second? Just can you relax? Like, I can't focus. But there are times, like, you know, there's like a, like a lot of scenes where it's like the whole world is just like, oh my God. Yeah, M. Tony M. Stark like, is just like, like, Tony Stark very quickly the makes it like, I want to bang your mom joke. Oh, hey, sorry. Sorry. Or like when they're in the Thai restaurant and like the guy's just like, these ones on the house. Yeah. Here's Everybody your, here's knows. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. Um, yeah. Some of the Spidey gadgets. Spidey's known for having gadgets. Um, uh-huh. Not in his movie versus too much. Well, Tobey Maguire had the weird mutant web slingers. I like, almost think that makes more sense, but I do... Like, if you remember from the cartoons, like, a big thing was always, like... invented if he, that. Or if he, like, runs out of web fluid, that's, like, an issue. Right. You know, it's like a... It's like, oh, shit, I need to get more of my thing. Right, right. And I love the way he, like, almost like a revolver, like, switches out his cartridges. That was cool. I was like, this is sick. That was cool. The suit was very cool. I did not think... I was going to like the suit as much. Because when I saw it in Civil War, and I, like, you don't even see, like, half the gadgets he actually has. Right. That he has um, in this movie. But uh, I was like, I don't know if I really like this, like, super, like, Iron Man-y suit as much. But in this movie, they really sell it. I mean, like, it makes, it's really cool. It makes sense that he is <coughs> given that suit by Iron Man. And I mm-hmm. think that leaves a lot of room for a lot of playful stuff. Oh, the yeah. AI in the suit was great. Was oh, Karen. Karen? Yeah. So good. That was awesome. Like, so good. That was really great for him. And I think they kind of like, they spent a lot of time on that, right, right around the second act of the movie and then kind of yeah. forgot all, well, he lost the suit. He loses the suit. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, um, I really. That was a lot of fun. Even that character was great. Yeah. Like, his the, the, AI the Jarvis. Yeah. Jarvis, yeah. Um, I do, like, you know, it's a really cool thing that, like, you know, I said, you know, uh, Spider, you know, Peter Parker is... Robbie, I know. Peter Parker is trying to become Spider-Man and, like, get really good at it and try to impress Tony Stark, but he's also trying to, like, become Spider-Man. He's trying to, like, become this superhero instead of being, like, this on-the-ground, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. So it makes sense for him. I like how they played that line. uh, A few times, and it was great. Um, But I really do like how he has to, like, override, like the parental controls in the suit, but it's it's him overcoming the suit right. and then realizing he doesn't need it. Like, that's a really fun journey for that character that I've never seen that in any interpretation yeah. of Spider-Man. He never has, like, an AI or anything in the suit. Well, he never really has that, like, parental mentor as far as... No I one teaching know. him how to be a superhero. No. Yeah. Which, Man, which, to be I can't fair, say, yeah. like, the most part. Tony Stark is this... He wants... he I don't know if he wants to be, but he's played as this, like mentor role like he is he's bringing he's bringing peter into this world he gives him the suit but then and he's i guess he's always kind of you know watching and has this watchdog thing going on but like he is also like totally not coddling him whatsoever or even he takes away his suit and i don't think he has intention of giving it back even before that like i think before that he's just like 
gives us the <coughs> suit, and yeah. he's just like, all right, see you later, I'll call you. Mm-hmm. And then totally, like, ignores him for, well, I guess I show, like, a few months past. I think it's two months, right? Yeah, but still, like, he is not... And he says at the end of the movie, oh, maybe with a little more, like... Or at some point in the movie, he says, like, oh, maybe with a little more mentoring. And I'm thinking, like, Tony, you didn't do shit for the kid, really, besides give him the suit and kind of plop him off on his own. It's hard to say, though, because, like, I think that Tony, if he is being this parental role, wants to be a... He's doing a hands-off approach, but, like, behind the scenes, he's very hands-on, which is, like, very, like, Tony Stark. He wants you to think that he's not totally in control of the situation, but to his detriment, he's too in control of the situation. I mean, he's hands-off, but then he's like, oh, good job on this thing, but actually you shouldn't have done that thing, like... What if but you I'm also, hurt, but I'm literally always watching you, and your suit can't do all the things that I programmed it to do in the first place. Right. So, yeah. you know, I... <clears throat> you know, that might be an aspect of it as well. It's one that's said, left unsaid, but, like, Tony's not doing a very good job, I don't think. Which is of... true to, like, the Tony character, I right. think. Yeah. Right. Like, it yeah. makes sense that Tony Stark is, like, doing his best to be, like, this father figure. But he's actually like, a fuck-up. He's not really good. You know, yeah. or like he's doing it, he's doing it the Tony Stark way, not the right way. Right. And I think that's the issue. Which is maybe the truest to that Tony Stark character they've ever done. I really like, I mean like the PTSD thing's really cool too. Yeah. Um, and he didn't really tackle his alcoholism, which is like. Yeah, the they did. It's Iron Man too. It's oh, just not it's, good. Uh, oh yeah, he does get really drunk in Iron Man too. Yep. That movie sucks. Also, okay, well, you and I were both trying to struggle over this mm. at the time. And we're jumping around a little bit here, yeah. but Pepper Potts you know. makes a cameo at the end of the movie. Oh, what? I thought she was out. Yeah. I thought she was out too. Also, I thought after Iron Man three, she ba- she bailed. She was out. Yeah. And this, the, they make the timeline a little weird here because it clearly happens after the movie Civil takes place War. after Civil War. But then they're also like, "Oh, we have an upgrade for Cap Shield." And yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that line too. I was like, yeah. "Well, why do they have an upgrade for Cap's Shield?" Because Handle. Hannibal S. Hannibal he's Burris. Sorry, so, I always say his name wrong. So good in this movie. Love you, Two Hannibal. scenes he's in. He was awesome. Hannibal, come on the show. Come they on know how to use Hannibal. Yeah. Um, his scene, like when he's the gym teacher, and when he's in detention, too. and they're always showing the Captain America like PSA videos. Did you hear about? Did you excellent. hear about what happened at the Spider-Man premiere with Hannibal Burris? Mm. Yes, I yeah, did. Okay. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I, thought, I, did. I was like, I'm about to blow your mind. Where they, he, Hannibal, like, sent, like, a... A Hannibal... Look, nothing like No, him. it was just another black guy. And he sent him to be like, alright, you're gonna go there and be Hannibal Burris. And they're, like, interviewing him, and he's just like, yeah, I really like being in the movie. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> selling it. It's so funny. It's uh, also, like, so Hannibal Burris. That is so do. Hannibal. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, so it takes place after Civil War, but they're kind of, like, still talking about... Captain America. Like, yeah, like, I think man, you know. I, I think don't know. I think you could easily be like, "Well, we upgraded the shield." That's just that's just what we do here we at the fun. Avengers Tower. Oh, yeah. But I think it's like a, just a continuity error. Maybe um, it seems like a big one in a film franchise that is very, very heavily big based on, on their continuity. continuity. Yeah, it's a little weird. That's kind of their whole thing. Yeah, the continuity. It's a line you just don't really throw out there. I mean, like it's it's kind of like a. The whole removing Avengers Towers upstate is like a strange plot device. Which didn't they already have the Avengers facility upstate? Didn't they have something going on? I think upstate? they always just had the tower. I don't right, know. Right, but there's scenes in 
Holy shit. In I Captain they, America, I where they, they have th- that base, that Avengers base. Is it upstate? Yeah, it's uh-huh. not in New York City. It's not the tower. You don't remember this? No. There's a big scene in Ant-Man where he goes up there and fights... Um, I didn't see Ant-Man. Oh. You want me to keep these, like, 30 movies in check in my own head? Well, I only have 28 of them in mine. So. Yeah, all right. Sorry. Well, okay. <laughs> there are some weird watch. continuity things yeah. going on here, which maybe is just my... Like, I don't know if my own memory is, like, trustworthy in something like this. Yeah, I mean, that's totally fair, too. So it's. I mean, like, it's... Uh, you know, some of these movies get started before other movies, and they're by different directors, and, like... Right. I think accidents just happen. I'm not going to obsess over it. Um, I do think the whole... You know, we're moving the tower upstate thing was weird. And we're getting, like, you know how in Deadpool, when they go to, like, um, the Xavier school, but you only see, like, the outside of it, and you don't open the door for, like, a second? Right. That's how I felt a lot of those scenes were, where it was just, like, we don't have the budget for, like, a whole tower, but you can come in this room. This exists. And you can do this. So we have, like, the really weird CGI takeoff thing, and that's it. That was not a good CGI. That didn't look great. That no. was not great. When they're in the air and on the thing, that was fine. I, I, th- I thought this movie in general looked very good. Yeah, there's I only... liked the look of the suit. The suit um, was great. Yep. I liked the big set piece moments, like the Washington Monument moment was really yeah. cool. I love the Vulture design, uh, too. The Vulture design was awesome, which, yeah. like I said, like Vulture, I always thought was kind of a lame villain He's just like an old guy. For Spider-Man. Who, yeah. Um, but this take was really cool. Again, Definitely. Michael Keaton really fucking knocked it out of the park with this role well do you want to get to the scene or we want to save it because there's one scene where you and i are both just like oh shit well that's getting towards the end of the movie so i want to save that save it for a minute um i liked all his high school buddies a lot yeah all the stuff in high school is really cool um what was his friend's name ned the guy in the chair is it ned i think it's ned okay um he was awesome yeah he's great he was a really good like my best friend who knows I'm actually Spider-Man and has to keep it on, under control. It was like, good that they got that character out there early. Yeah. And, he, and they're buddies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody needs to know that he's Spider-Man. It makes sense. And also, like, it's cool that he is, like, the Oracle or the guy in the chair. Yeah. You right. know? The yeah, guy the with the Oracle, screens. exactly. Yeah. That. And that that was a fun scene. Definitely. And um, he's, like, effective as the sidekick. And I want to see him more. He's a great he's sidekick. Great. He had his own little moment there where he actually saved. Oh Peter. yeah, he shoots a shocker V two. That with was the awesome. Web thing. Yeah. Yep. That was cool. Yep. What's um, the thing with the shocker? So like, okay, you know what the traditional design of shocker from Spider Man looks yeah, like? Yeah, he shoots like shocker. But he has, out of his but hands. he has the uh, like kind of like brown vest, yellow padded arms. Right. So like, when the first guy who you think is going to be shocker, because they call him shocker, he has the arm. He almost is like very similar color scheme. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, and then fucking Michael Keaton zaps him to death. Yeah, vaporizes him. Just, he's done so. That was a good line, too. I thought that was a gravity gun. It's like, oh. Oh. Oh, well. Yeah. And then they give um, the other guy the shocker glove. And then later in the movie, he also has the yellow arms. Mm. I just thought it was funny. I was just like, do you think I don't know who shocker is or will forget or like... I know it's the guy I, who has the thing. I don't think it really matters in the long no, run. No, it's... I but just, if it's you do thing know, it's a fun little wink and a nod. For too. sure. Um, what were we talking about before? I was getting on at the sidekicks. Oh, this high school, high school shit. All the high school kids. It reminded me of um, uh, Power Rangers a little shout bit. Shout out to um kid from Grand Budapest Hotel. Who and plays a very young boy, and I don't think he's I, a He's very a grown-ass man, but Super uh, grown. he can sneak in there as well. Well, it's cool. Boy. He's Flash Thompson, which is like classic Spidey villain. Right. He's um, the like bully. I think Flash Thompson even like becomes... 
there's Eddie Brock and there's Slash Thompson. I know Eddie Brock typically becomes Venom. Right. But I think there are sometimes Slash Thompson also becomes Venom. That kid would be hilarious as a he won't as be. Venom. Because Sony still owns Venom. And Tom Hardy is Right, but Venom. Sony still owns... Sp- Alright, so well, I, wanted share- to, I wanted to get to this at some point, right? Okay. Okay? Because people have been talking a lot about, like, they're rebooting Spider-Man again. And, like, yeah. probably anybody who's listening to this already has this on lock. But, like, let's walk through kind of the chronology of how, how this works. Okay? Okay. So, you had Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. Yes. Sony owns Spider-Man because at the time... Marvel did not care about making movies out their own because they didn't think it was lucrative. So they, they sold there. the rights to Spider-Man. Spider-Man to Sony. X-Men. To Fox. Yes. Yes. Fantastic Four. Fox? Fox, Fox or Sony. None of those movies were good, so it doesn't matter. That is true. Um, but right. So, so but... But like Deadpool's far, over there. Yeah. As far as Spider-Man goes, yeah. Marvel does not own every Marvel character. No. And Spider-Man was one that they sold off very early because it was a very successful character. I'm mm. sure Sony paid a lot for it back in the day. And they probably so made their they money back already. have the license from Marvel. Yeah. The catch is they need to continue to use... It's a use it or lose it kind of thing. Yeah. So they made the three Tobey Maguire That's movies. That's why Fantastic Four was really bad because they had to like get it out as fast as possible. Right. Then nobody liked Spider-Man 3, and it was technically the end of a trilogy, so they couldn't do any more Tommy Maguire Spider-Man. I think no one wanted to come back to. Yep. I think everyone was like, yeah, we're done. Everyone's like, fuck this, we're out. Um, so they rebooted it with Andrew Garfield. Right. Right around the time Marvel was getting up off the ground and doing really yeah, well. Yeah, the MCU like engine's like pretty Fire. much in full speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Sony was like, oh shit, we gotta get in on this tights and capes dollar dollar bills again yeah. and also we gotta reuse this license otherwise we lose, we're it. lose it so they make two andrew garfield movies and then they realize whoops that one didn't go so well again we're not making them kind of avengers money that we want to yeah so they compromise with marvel so, so this is still- where i think things get so this happens around the same time that um the Seth Rogen, the interview comes out, and Sony gets hacked. Okay. So to my knowledge, Sony gets hacked, all the shit, that's when you find about like the weird Ghostbusters movie, oh, or like yeah. the MN and Black movie, and you find out all the emails. Right. Sony stock goes Oh, fucking... the interview being the Seth Rogen in North Korea movie. Yes. 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 Right. And, okay. and so like that all gets in the public eye, and their stock plum like they're not doing hot they lose a ton of money because all these things get exposed whatever so that's when they start trying to cut the deal with spider-man because they right. need to make some of that money back right so um, they have like still a same concept but sure but they have a joint deal going on with marvel they're sharing they're letting disney marvel make spider-man movies yes however sony still has a stake in Spider-Man. So that Marvel does not wholly own Spider-Man. No. And I think technically Sony could take back Spider-Man anytime they wanted to. That's why like, you know, you could make you can make Peter Parker. I think Bird said it on a podcast, you can make Peter Parker Iron Man. Say for example Tony Stark sleeves. Or like you can make him Iron Spider, which is a character in the MCU. Or right. in the in the in the Marvel universe. But as far as this franchise goes, and I think the first opening weekend proves this already because mm-hmm. they made something like $113 million in the first Damn. opening weekend, which is pretty good. People still love Spider-Man. They do love Spider-Man, especially when it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Sony stock went up over the weekend, and I think Good. it is they've proven that it is in their best interest to just let Marvel do the heavy lifting, let them use that whole universe, that yeah. whole background that they've already got going. Well, I mean, Sony is making, um, they are making their own Spidey universe movies. They're not attached to the MCU. The Tom Hardy Venom movie is moving on. Really? Tom Hardy Venom, yeah. Okay. But it will not be linked to the MCU at all. It will be its own thing. So it'll be like it's kinda like um it's like Suicide Squad with even less Batman. Okay. So we'll mm. see how that goes. Good luck to you, Sony. I think you should let Marvel do it. I if think so they too. wanna do it. Because clearly they did pretty good. And the last well, time you tried it, did not go so good. Well no one's gonna go fucking good. No one's done Venom right at all, so ever. Yeah, but I mean, to that same point, I think Marvel did a bang up job doing Spider Man, where it's yeah. been flawed, but pretty good. It has been okay in the past. Yeah, Spider Man Two is a good movie. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Right. So definitely. That's that aside. I want to get that out of the way. We figured it out. Where are we coming back to now? Uh, we left off at like high school buddies. Um, right. High I was gonna buddies. say it reminded yeah. me a lot of. Um, how Power Rangers is really effective in, in like making the high school drama, sure. which is the most interesting part of that movie. Right, right, right. Um, not the most interesting part of this movie, but like... Although those characters are much less believable as high schoolers. Everybody in this movie oh, yeah. that is supposed to be a high schooler... Seems like a high schooler. Seems like a high schooler. Right? Power Rangers Even a like, Grand Budapest Hotel guy get away with it. He still looks like a high school kid. He still could be a high school kid. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. With that um, pencil mustache. He... Pencil mustache yeah. from Grand Budapest. Um, also, like, kick-ass... For diversity in this movie, yeah, they did Every, just you know, yeah. Except for I mean, like you your, know, your your Andy did a our good friend job Andy. Of, he was just like he's like they like they did so much work in making everyone diverse, except for like the main the characters. characters, and it's like yeah, yeah. But yep. you know, it's weird that um, what is it? Uh, Donald Glover, Charles Gambino was in this movie. Yes, who has petitioned to be Spider Man? Who also voiced uh, Miles Morales, which is like the takes up the mantle of Spider-Man when Peter Parker has gone to other, another dimension or dies, who knows. Um, Did but they say his character's name? It's not Miles Morales. It's like, it's like a, a, I remember, I remember it was not Miles Morales because they did say his name at one point because okay. he like pulled up his like criminal record. Okay. Right. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Do you think he's going to, because I think it's weird that they had Donald Glover. Look, every Marvel could movie. Could have just been an Easter egg? Every movie that comes out now. Like, the Marvel movies are so fucking big that they are yeah. starting to run out of talent. I feel like eventually we are running towards the future where the Marvel conglomerate, the giant massive yeah. black hole void, has swallowed up every actor in Hollywood. All the talent. And you don't gone. have any... And so, like, when you <coughs> cast somebody in one of these movies, you have to be careful. Like, a name like Donald Glover, who is becoming more and more popular, yeah. more and more successful... I don't think you just get him in for like a one-off character. The thing is, I agree. You know, he's doing Lando for Star Wars, so right. maybe he was like near the set or something. I, guess, I don't know. I guess maybe they're like he's a Star Wars. He's a Star Wars, yeah. He's but not, he's I, not going to be the thing is he's, he's not going to be Avenger. He's, he's a, too he's old to play Miles Morales on screen unless they do some like really wild like make him super old. Yeah, thing you know. Maybe. Which they could, I mean, like, you know. Hey, it could be they a fresh take even on Miles Morales. Absolutely. They took a ton of liberties with the Spider-Man story, so I'm not saying that they're not going to do that, but uh, I think that it was just like a, a wink and a nod. I guess. 
You know, I would love to see. I just like Donald Glover. I would like to see more of him. Oh, he was in he, bigger... even in the scenes in this movie, he was great. He was awesome. Yeah, his like half eye open the whole. He's time. like kind of like yeah, like he might be like fucked up, but he's also like you know he was a part of that like arms deal in the beginning of the movie, so he obviously is like. In some rough shit, yeah, 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 you know. And the scene with him and Spider Man is really it's funny. So good when he does the interrogation. The movie is so funny. It's really funny. The movie is so funny. I laughed a lot, very hard and yeah. out loud, which doesn't. I don't usually like laugh out loud that often in movies because I'm. I don't have um, a soul, passion, or any sort or anything of good. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the Marvel movies like they are generally like. You have a genre, and then the superhero genre. But the, the subgenre is like, like in Civil War or um, Winter Soldier, they're like spy movies, right? Superhero spy movies, and then um, everything else is an origin story. But like, there's like kind of like these other tropes within these movies that are like a part of like a subgenre. But then like the bigger umbrella superhero. This movie is kind of like a you know, it's coming of age because like most stories about these kind of characters will be coming sure. of age. But I think it's a comedy. For, it's also it's, like, a it's a comedy and a superhero movie at yeah, the same time. It's just fun. It's a fun, yeah. The it's ride really is fun. Yeah, I had a really good time watching yeah. this movie. I didn't want it to end. Well, usually I like this late at night, we're kind of low energy, but we're kind of like still... I'm pretty peppy right now. I got the pep. Yeah. I got the pep pep. I'm pretty peppy because I had a really good time. And I didn't... I, I also thought the pacing was really good because at no point was I just like... Yeah. Okay. They weren't afraid to Which spend time... I definitely feel the fatigue from... Superhero yeah. movies pretty often. They weren't afraid they almost to spend time too long. with the fun. Oh, absolutely. Um, they weren't afraid to spend time with like the fun stuff. Like to have a scene where they're in that weird warehouse room where it's just Spidey talking to his suit, Karen. That scene was great. That scene's amazing. One of my favorite scenes. And like you know, that's you wouldn't see that in a lot of these movies. Right. And like you explore Spider Man, but he's also like. You know, he's kind of a scatterbrained kid who's also a genius and right. also has superpowers. And, like, it's just, they do a great job. And I want to, unless you have any major big things to hit besides this, I want to get into the scenes between um, Peter Parker and uh, uh, Vulture. What's yeah. his actual name? Do you know? Fuck. Michael Keaton's character? I don't know what his, like, dude name is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. matter because he's Vulture. As far as the, like, taking time to just have Spider-Man kind of chat it up with Karen, his suit, I think some of the best scenes, the best adversarial scenes, are between him and Vulture when they're not Not in their suits. Not in their suits at all. Because there are two scenes that I think are really excellent. I think the best, I think one of the best scenes in the movie is when they're in the car. But we we should work our way, let's talk about it. So there's a big plot twist in the movie. That's a great twist. It was all of us were just like, wait, what? We've been we've been mostly super spoiler free for now. This Seriously, is the, this is the big one. If you haven't seen this movie, like this is a big one. Okay, yeah, don't stay okay? away from it. Take your headphones out for a second. That was an awesome reveal when they revealed that his he's love going interest. To hum- yeah, right. Go ahead. He's, like, Yo, he's going. He's going to homecoming. His suit has got taken away. He's like, I'm just going to be normal boy, Peter Parker. He actually ends up asking the popular girl. I don't even know if she's that popular. She's on, like, well, the they go team. to they go to a science school. Yeah, so I don't all, know. It's like the king of the, the nerds. Status basically. quo. Everyone is nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been normalized somewhat. I guess it kind of helps with like the bullying. It doesn't matter. Like the bully is like yeah. a total dork. He's the nerdiest kid. Yeah, but he's he's, he's the bully. obviously insecure. So anyway, go on. So um, so yeah, like so the big Peter Parker love interests are just like kind of like the the one he Google is like Google's his eyes on is this girl Liz. He asks her out to homecoming. Mm-hmm. 
He gets all, you know, he learns how to tie a tie. He puts his suit on. Another great scene with Marissa Tomei. Oh my god, where she's like, she doesn't know how to do it either. And they're both just kind of looking at the YouTube video. She's just perfection. Yeah, she's perfect. She's a perfect person. We'll get sidetracked if we stay on this too long. She can be my aunt. I'm sorry. Nope, that's, um, let's move on. Go on. So, so then, like, you know, she drops him off at uh, Liz's house, which we saw earlier. It's just, like, super... Also, super, super cool f- move. Thank you, Aunt May. Thank you for dropping me off. You're wonderful. So, there's a scene earlier in the movie where they're at, like, Liz is throwing a party. Everyone's there. And you and I are like, what the fuck is this house? This house is, like, It's in suburbia. And it's, it's like, outside Queens, probably in Westchester like somewhere. It's glass. It's, like, beautiful. It's, like, this insane It's a multi-million house. dollar house. Oh, yeah. And we're just like, what the fuck's... Go-? Like, why... I, I literally asked. I was like, what do her parents do? Yep. Peter two Parker, seconds later. Two seconds later, Peter Parker opens the door and fucking Vulture, Michael Keaton, answers and you realize that he is the father of Liz. If Mike was here, he would have said, oh, I saw a lot coming, but he's an asshole. But he's so. not. That's fucking... Yeah, yeah. That twist, dude. I was... I My, like, jaw fell off. Yeah. I was like... What? I totally that totally I did not see that coming. Nope. That was a great nope. twist. Yes. Probably we could have seen that coming, and like I said, assholes would mm. say that they did see it coming. But if you're enamored in the fun of the movie, I was having fun. I exactly. wasn't thinking too hard about it. Nope. I was having a good web slinging time, mm. and that that twist was cool. Yeah, it's really good. Really. And then good. the scenes where he's in there, like you know, that tension is building between so Michael his, and He's about to like. His jaw is clenched so hard that his teeth are gonna crack. He like can't even focus. He's just like, and then uh, the scene. I love. Where I love when she's like, "Is that a corsage?" And just like, hands he just like, like, he's just like, "Uh, thanks." Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. And then the scene where they're in the car, like Tarantino esque tension. It's like it's palpable, it's super dude. Is. You're just like, damn. It's really good. You mumbled. You're like, this is like the best scene in the movie. This, like, that was a great scene. It was scene. amazing. When, when, like, and you could see Michael Keaton didn't know at first. He's figuring He's it out. He's putting it together yeah. in a way that you never see characters, characters in like a superhero movie like no, put it together like, oh, are... Peter left in DC and then the Spider-Man thing happened and he left the party and then that Spider-Man thing happened. Oh shit, he's obviously Spider-Man. Doi, but it's like they're driving and like Liz is bringing up this stuff, and, and also like, he's acting super weird. Yeah, right and then Michael Keaton, then Michael Keaton kind of puts it together. He's like, "I've heard your voice. Don't we I know voice. you? We haven't run into together. I recognize your voice for he's sure." Like, he's like, "Nah, nope." It's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah." And that scene where it's like the stoplight on his face, and then it turns green, which is like, you know, it, it's like it's when he figures it out, the light turns green. Mm-hmm. He like figures it out, and it's yep. just like. Good uh-huh. yeah, and it's just nice. like, ooh, that's oh, so, good. so good, so good. It's so good. And then he like, pulls a, did you notice he pulled a he gun just, out of the glove he low box? Key pulled a gun. On yeah, Spider-Man like so. Man. Like Liz like gets out of the car, and then he just like turns to Peter. He pulls a gun out of the glove compartment. He's just like, as if it's not enough, intimidating enough to he's go him. pick up your date for homecoming when you're in high school. Worst case and scenario. the fucking dad who's holding a knife when he like is introducing himself to yeah. you. Who you are picking up his daughter, and then he's driving you to the prom. Uh, sorry, homecoming. It is, which, by the way, do you really get that formal for a homecoming? Uh, I wasn't you, really a dance. You maybe guy. wear a button down and a t- and a tie. Maybe he's wearing a full blown suit, but anyway. she's wearing a prom dress. Yeah. I think that we're going for more of a prom thing, but they're too young for prom, so it's got to be homecoming. It I doesn't think, matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It was weird though. Very like, dressed up for a for a high school boy going to. 
your crush's house to he's pick a her up for a sophomore. The dad yeah. is a scary thing, no matter what. And he's literally like, "You've been toe to toe with this guy." So like, to pull that into like, as I said before, the high school problems mm-hmm. that Spider-Man's already facing to like blend that together with the big superhero problems, yeah. so good. Yeah, it was. Oh my god, I loved it. I really liked that a lot, and I liked, <coughs> I liked how at the end of the day, Vulture is not an evil character. Like we we touched on this before. Exactly, he is getting his. He is capitalizing on an opportunity that he sees. He, he makes is, you kind it's, of... It's criminal, for sure. It's definitely criminal. But he makes the point as well, which I think we'll get to the scene. Like, you know, what? how do you think Tony Stark got his money? Yeah. He sold weapons, weapons. to people. And then he got fucked up and he kind of paid for it. But, like, you know, he, he the way he talks about the Avengers, it's like, you know, it's a class struggle thing. He's just like... What do you think? These guys... Like, They're up there in their literal high tower. High tower creating mayhem. Like, they stop Billions things... of dollars of damage. Of damage. And we're just doing what we gotta do. Mm-hmm. And I do this for my family. And I'm not gonna listen to you tell me otherwise. And I'm that was a like, great motivation. He's like, I am providing for my family. Yeah. Look at that nice-ass house that you went to the party in. Didn't you like that party? Yeah. Peter? Huh? Pedro? Pedro? That was pretty good, <laughs> I like that we called him that. Yeah. What's going um, on, Pedro? So, like, to have that tension there and to have it be like, you know what? Like, yeah, maybe I don't, the, like, means to get there are <coughs> somewhat questionable, but, like, that's a great villain. Yes. And Michael Keaton acts the shit out of those scenes. He and really he does. does. A great job. He really does. Um, he is so good. I do, I think he is, you know, we mentioned Ego before, but I think he is the strongest MCU villain. Yeah, I, as period. we, like, walk through these scenes again, I agree. I, I Like, Ego's Ego great. was good, but a little bit on the cartoony side. And a little I bit think... on the cartoony side, and he's, he's by nature, he's this omnipotent god. Right. So he's not going to be as, like, relatable as, like, our human character to the right. future. You know? And um, Vulture's just out there trying to get his. He's trying to get his. Trying to provide for his, his family. Thing. Yeah. His beautiful wife and daughter. I love the scenes where, like, I just love his suit, how it's, like, it's, it's like, a pilot suit, because he has to rip off, like, the face mask He's thing. got the bomber jacket, the feather yeah, bomber dude, jacket. Yeah, dude, it's so cool. It's really His design is awesome. And I think that goes for, kind of, all the designs in this movie. Yeah, Spidey suit, I remember I was first in Gormon, but then, It's like, a little bit flashy, but, like, it is... It's way, it's good. It is understated in a way that works, and I think the Vulture costume also, like... Those big wings are like really cool and flashy, but the way he's just like basically a dude in a bomber jacket and a uh, yeah. pilot helmet under that is super cool. Yes, that jacket is fierce. I want it. I'm into that jacket. I want it. Not usually into fur neck things, but it's feathery. It's not furry. It's it's it is yeah more yeah. feathery. It's dope though. And then the, so that scene is awesome. He threatens Spider Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives Spider Man an opportunity. He recognizes <coughs> that that Peter saved. His daughter. And right. gives and, him an yes. opportunity to walk. He knows he's not going to, mm-hmm. but he gives him that opportunity. And, like, I appreciate that. I He's he's a real-ass dude. I mean, at the very, very end of the movie, like, the one of the two post-credits scenes. I want to get there. Okay. Because I want to also talk about the the warehouse scene I thought was also really good. The warehouse scene is cool. Well, there's, um, again, I know this. I think I kind of saw it online, but I, I do recognize the scene. Um, so, you know. Spider-Man has to put on his shit suit. He has a shitty old suit. Right. Confronts Vulture in the warehouse. Right. Vulture kind of like, um... It reminded me a lot of the Green Goblin Spider-Man scenes. Super. Very similar. Yes. Because it's, you know, you have this gliding machine. Right. 
fucking with Spider-Man. Spider-Man's like dancing kind of all around it. But basically, Vulture's wings, he can kind of operate them separately, and they take down this entire, all the beams in this mm-hmm. warehouse, and it tumbles everything on Spider-Man. Yep. And Peter, like, can't get out for a minute. Right. But there's a classic scene where something very similar happens to Spider-Man, and he kind of says those same lines, where he's like, come on, Spider-Man, come on, Spider-Man. And he, like, You're talking about Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? No, 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 I'm saying, like, comic book Spider-Man. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah and he, yeah. like, lifts this, like, concrete stuff off of him, and it's, like, yep. dripping wet. It's a very similar scene. Yep. Because Marvel gets it. Um, that said, he's <coughs> practically invincible, it seems, because he takes some hard hits it's and weird that there's just no... shakes him off. Did you notice that he, there's just, like, no blood in the movie? No. I thought when he, um, got the whole concrete scene, like, toppled down on top of I thought he was him, bleeding a ton it looked like over his, his suit, It looked right? like his head was bleeding a I lot. thought so, too, but yeah. then it kind of wasn't. I don't know how ready... Marvel Disney is to show a 15 year old boy like bleeding from his I think head. that I think it's his age is really because I think we've yeah. seen like you know a bloody lip or a thing like that yeah, in yeah. the MCU before but I think it's his age that yeah but really boy does Spider-Man take some hard ass hits in this movie and just kind of shakes there's just up. a few like I, they, that might they, be a character thing uh no really he, gets, he can get fucked up I mean even the Tobey Maguire movies like the Tobey Maguire movies when he gets like the like the pumpkin shrapnel grenades thrown at him and like the last scene where he's beating the shit out of Green Goblin. Like, mm-hmm. he's f- fucked up. He's fucked up. Yeah, he has, like, all the bowel damage and which, stuff. Which also makes sense where he's wearing the Iron Man, the Tony Stark suit. Like, that probably has some sort of Kevlar built in. But when yeah, he's wearing his own... It barely like, gets, like, kind of ripped up. He's wearing even. his pajamas. Yeah. And he gets a building collapsed on him. Or, like, a vulture talon in his back. Yeah, like. or he, like, falls out of a plane. Yeah, and just hits the sand a few times. Um, It's cartoony, but the thing is, that's... But the movie it's alright. Yeah, it's it's, it's all in service of fun. Yeah. Which the whole movie is in service of fun. Exactly. Which is why you can't take it too seriously. I think it's it's really good for how how it nails the fun, but also yeah. like the scenes with Vulture when they get a little more serious, are, they nail it. Yeah. I think so. I think um the final scene, it's not that it's anticlimactic, it's just not as like um the stakes aren't as high. As, like, a normal Marvel movie, but it works because, like, Spider-Man's all about New York and, like, a smaller scale thing. He's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He's the in-between between your Defenders and, and your Avengers. crash a plane into Coney Island, so that's, you know, it, Coney Island's seen worse. It's not, the, not a huge deal. Yeah, they have that whole fucking shitty amusement park there. Yeah. Um, it's terrible. <laughs> and corn dogs. Um, hmm. Hmm. But I like that it is like I like it in the same way that I liked Ant Man, which smaller, again, seen, smaller but it, story. Yeah, I yeah. mean the stakes for the Avengers movies are always like, <coughs> the fate of the fucking universe at right. this point because now you've got the Infinity Stones and all that jazz, yeah. and like everything is the every movie is the end of the world as we know right. it, right? Or the universe in the case of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, or Galaxy, I guess. Doctor Strange, all that shit. Yeah. yeah, and like to just have a more personal contained story for mm-hmm. spider-man not only makes sense for the character but it's just yes. refreshing in its own right that it's like well he just doesn't want to crash a plane into a bunch of people and yeah. like at the end of the day if vulture had gotten away with that plane of tony stark shit like whatever tony stark's fine right yeah he's not gonna he's not gonna be like oh my suits but, are gone. i have no more suits but peter parker wants to prove himself to tony which yeah. is what he accomplishes but he also doesn't want you know if that shit goes in vulture's hands then that technology goes out like it would have a There'd be an impact. Sure, for sure, it would have you know? ramifications, but it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. That is and true. And the the main point is that Peter make proves himself to Tony Stark. Yeah. 
he proves himself capable without the fancy suit that Tony gives him, and I I think that works really well. In the I think it's a good, it's a cool this, the scope of this movie. Definitely, it's a cool moral of like, especially with a movie that's like you have Iron Man as your mentor, where he's just like, if you're what is, what is the quote? It's like if you are nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it. Yeah, that's but like that's right. kind of a lesson that Tony has to learn on his own because like Tony. Is also a man without super. He's, Tony's a man without superpowers. Right. Besides his intelligence, he makes his suit. Right. Um, I think Iron Man. I think Iron Man three dives into that a little bit more because there's like a big chunk where he doesn't have his shit at all. Right. You know, so it's like, it's a good lesson coming from him to Peter Parker. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, this movie's really good. Also, because it's just, like it builds on like the themes of this like whole overarching Marvel thing mm-hmm. and like. The engine is working. Yeah. I keep waiting for it to kind of fuck up, but I think it got its hitches out a while ago. I Yeah, I think around phase two, they had definitely some hitches. They had some hitches, but yeah. they have been on a roll lately. There Every time I see one of those movies, dude, there I'm hasn't, like, fuck, it's really good. There hasn't been a disappointing Marvel movie in a while. Yeah. I think also, like, you know, it's the same way I said, like, I always go into these movies with a little bit amount of cynicism, but, like, he has got going with me, like, they're fun. This one was just fun. It's super fun. It's fun and also I think a little more than that. Like it's it's fun yeah. and also has some some cool like not only implications for the rest of the MCU if that's Definitely. your thing, but also like some like pretty cool coming of age story yeah. lessons. You have your crazy action. You have the, you know when you have to put the ship back together. That seems yeah. crazy. Like all the actions there, all the stuff is cool. But there you got like a lot of fun, a lot of heart, and you know you learn about this like that's that's a Spider Man movie. You know, part of me wishes I had when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's good. Definitely. You want to talk about the kind of stingers at the end there? There's a few. Yeah, I think we covered most of the movie. I mean, if we remember anything, we can get on it. There's a bug. So I'm talking to the bug. He's gone now. Um, it's not a spider. It's a moth. It's a moth, man. It's a moth around. Yeah. There's a moth around here. Um, yeah, so the, <clears throat> the stinger at the end. The stingers well, were not. The first stinger I want to talk about is the MJ thing. Oh, is that a stinger though? That's I kind of the, it's end, of the end of the movie. Yeah, but it is like a little little. I kind of knew. Well, actually, do you want to talk about the scene with um, Tony giving him the suit? Oh, we should talk about that. Yeah. Um. So like, so like Happy's just like at the end of the movie, he's just like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna go upstate. Go back we're upstate. We're go also, check awkward that uh, he's just hanging out in, in the, the bathroom. Like, in the bathroom. Multiple times there are people in this high school. It's like, how did you get in here? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? You're going a grown on? man, and you know. We're in a we're in a time where school security is what theoretically was that, tighter. What was that phrase? I think it's called like lamp shading or like it's like when a character or like the or like a thing kind of like points out the weird funny thing. Yeah. It's just like why are you doing that? So it's like the audience is like, Oh, they get it too, but if you do it too much then it's just like all right, well, then But why? still you're a grown ass man, yeah, how'd you like, get this? Like, why, yeah. why are you in the boys' bathroom? How do how these men with guns get into it's this It's not a shot good look to be in a teenager boy bathroom when no. you're a grown man, John Favreau. That seems so funny, though. He's washing his hands. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's it's good. pretty good. Yeah, so they go upstate, and Tony's just like, yeah, Daddy's not trying to get a job, blah, blah, blah. Here's your suit back. Here's your suit back. Blah, blah, blah. It's super shiny. I made it I made it shinier than before. Which, uh, we said this out loud. Fuck that suit. That, that suit way looks, too flashy. That suit looked like shit. Well, it just didn't look good. But... It might be a suit. I think it was probably, probably no. <laughs> mm, I think that scene was on purpose. Oh like, yeah, that's... oh look at this 
fucking golden suit I made you. Isn't this what you wanted? It's like I'm giving you... And, like, you know, he's like, there's a bunch of press outside. You gotta put on the suit. You gotta tell them all that you're the new Avenger. And, you know, this is what Peter Parker kind of always wanted. Is yep. what he's saying in the movie. He's just like, you know, this internship, I'm quoting, is going to lead to a job. Right. It's going to lead to me being an Avenger. An Avenger. Right. And then uh, Peter's like, no. I'm yeah. Gonna... Did you buy that? Like... I don't really know what that is in service of. I was about to ask you the same thing. Like, Is that because they're not going to have him in the next Avengers movie? No, they are. And so... they are making a Spider-Man sequel. Uh-huh. So It's a little confusing because it's like... The, his motivation that he tells us is that he wants to be friendly neighborhood Spider-Man a little bit longer. Right. Which is like... Uh, I could I could buy it if he was like, well, no, I like, will miss my friends and like Aunt May and stuff like that. But you know what also is like, in the continuity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the Defenders. So like you know, without yeah. friendly neighborhood Spider Man, you still Queens will probably be fine because between Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Jessica I just Jones, mean for, for like superhero stuff aside, like yeah, Peter Parker has a life and. Maybe he just doesn't want to move to upstate New York, which I can I can't oh blame him for God, that. Totally. I assume they mean <laughs> I assume they mean like up near Albany and yeah, they're uh, just if like, I were Peter, I probably wouldn't <laughs> we're going upstate up there in Westchester. It's like guys, you guys, don't don't do this. Fuck you. That's downstate. We're in Fishgill, New York. It's, God damn it, that's not upstate. I hate you. Anyway. Mm. Um yeah, I don't know if I really I don't know if that worked as well for me for him to just be like, nah, I get it. I was down with it when he was just like, that was another test. Tony was like, hell yeah. But then you realize it's not a test. Not actually. Yeah, because the press is outside. Which is where Pepper Potts shows up, which really I gotta... The we is this... I'm about to go Google that because there's something I'm missing because I thought Gwen was out. She's top billing in the credits. It's weird. Yeah, I thought she was out. I'm glad to have her back. She looked great. She did look great. But I thought she was out. Yeah, because she wasn't in Iron Man 3, right? Was she in Iron Man 3? I don't think she was in Iron Man. Uh, No, I don't know. I thought that they killed her, but obviously they didn't. Yeah. But I, then I thought that oh, she wait. had a falling out with Tony Stark. No, she isn't Iron Man three because she gets the extremist power and like fucking rocks house at the end of the movie. Or she gets an Iron Man suit. She gets something. She remember she ends up kicking ass in the end of the movie. Maybe I gotta go watch Iron Man three again. Iron it's, Man been a, good. it's been a minute, and I don't really remember anything. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I don't know if she's in the Avengers movies. Anyway, That's whatever. I, I thought yeah. she was out. I guess not. Yep. Welcome back, Gwen. Well, now they're going to get married, I guess? Uh, whatever. That scene was weird, too. Like, the whole thing was just kind of weird. Yeah, the whole scene was maybe not... Well, it's not a strong... land. The movie's super fun and super strong, and all these different things we brought up are, like, really strong and blare- like blaringly good for the movie. Yep. And this ending's just like... <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. And then the post credit stingers. There's two. We're fine. Yeah, the so you one... also so you find out MJ is um Oh yeah. MJ first is um, his What's the name Michelle. of the actress? Yeah, Michelle Oh, some... she only has one name. The actress. Like Z some Zenyatta? It's not Zenyatta. That's something uh like that. Overwatch. Um She's a a YouTuber or something, I assume. Yeah, but she she's a great character. She is a good she's character. She's a far departure from your normal MJ, yeah. which I am very cool. Another with. fresh take. I'm yeah. into it. She's hilarious. The scene with her at the um 
What's the name of what's the name of the, the Washington Monument? Yes. Um and she's just like Oh, that was that the funniest. Scene is awesome. That was probably the funniest. So how does how does it go? Um they're like she, oh she's reading she's sitting yeah. there at the Washington Monument reading a book. Generally and, unimpressed. Um right? the character from Silicon Valley. Yes, and also I um, don't remember his name. He has the beard and long hair. He also is in um the like the like the wedding catering show. What? Party down. Oh yeah, okay, right. That is what that is. That's what they do. Right? I thought you meant like a reality wedding catering show. Oh, I was like, no. uh, anyway, so I got to. So she's sitting there reading a book, and he is their like teacher, the teacher chaperone teacher, yeah, yeah, head of their um, decathlon Nerd. team. Yeah, um, and he's like, "Don't you want to look at the Washington Monument?" And she's like, "I'm not interested in something built by slaves." And he's just like. I'm sure the Washington Monument wasn't built by slaves. He looks over at the the security guard. He's like, he's a, just like well, like this. It's like the security guard's like a black guy, and, and he's, he's just, just like, like eh, he gives like a so so. He's like, I don't know. Uh, he's like, yeah, it's a little kind, bit me yeah, by slaves. I don't know. And that scene is so quick and so just like, oh, that's really good. That was really that's really, a really good. funny scene. Yeah, it was so good. Um, so yeah, then so the singer after the MJ reveal, which is very a la like um, Dark Knight Rises, where they're like, oh, by the way, I'm Robin. See ya. Right, yeah. yeah. Peace. No, that's fine. So then you, uh, so, uh, Michael Keaton gets sent to Super Jail. Super Jail. <laughs> Not the cartoon. <laughs> He's only gonna last 11 minutes in that's there. That's it. Um, and this guy, I don't know who that guy is that he runs into. Is he supposed to be somebody? I think he's some, I think it's from a different Marvel he's movie. like a different bad guy? Yeah, who gets fucked up by Spider-Man. No, 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 they show him in the beginning. He's one of the crew that gets fucked up in the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's just like, uh, fancy meeting you in the same super super prison. Hey, what do I hear that you know who Spider-Man really is? And Michael Keaton, good on him, is just like... It's like, nah, fool. If I knew who he was, he'd be dead by now. Peace. Yeah, that was pretty good. And Michael Keaton continuing to be a real-ass dude. He is an upstanding villain. Yep, he's in it to make adversary. He's in it to make what he he's got for his yep. fam, and that's, that's it. what that's what it is. That's um, it. But I did think that scene was a little weird. It's just like are you just showing that Vulture's not coming back, or or something, or something I'm, like it's just like, I, a little hey, weird. You know, I'm glad they didn't kill him because they totally could have gone the Green Goblin route. <laughs> it would have been very him. Green Goblin if they did kill him, and I'm glad they did not. <sighs> if he were to die by his his like wings exploding or his glider. It would be very reminiscent, and then, but then you would have to make Liz a supervillain, right? Exactly, like and that's there was I a think moment, that's why they, I thought that they were doing that. For there a was second. a moment where I was did. like, "Oh no, don't do this again!" <coughs> but I'm glad that he survived. Yeah, really I mean, glad. honestly, by the end of Spider-Man One, we find that out. It's like, "Ooh, this is how you get Harry Osborn to be a villain." That's cool, and then they just like drop the ball so hard in they Spider-Man sure Three. Did. I mean, I don't think anyone's arguing that they dropped the ball. No, but I think pretty that's much cool, every way. That's a cool origin story for a villain. Yes, they just the execution's very poor. Yes. So I'm glad they didn't try to do it again. Yes. Um, and, and then, then the, the second teaser. So like we said, they've been doing these like Captain America PSAs the whole time. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if we did mention that, but they have been doing them. That was a really good... And at this point, like, so I had to pee so bad, it was coming out of yeah, like, your ducks. I was going to leave a puddle on that seat <laughs> if I did not get out of there. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's Captain America there standing there like, hey... Patience is very important. You virtue waited a long time for this. Huh. See ya. It was good. It was. Good. I, it I was funny. It. it was pretty funny. It was tongue, very tongue in cheek. It 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 is the like perfect cherry on top of a movie that is very self aware of all the tropes that have been like, and even like 
the throughout Mar- the movie they kind of pointed out too. Like you the know? MCU in itself has become this like big bloated giant thing, yeah. and like they've done, they've been criticized <coughs> over and over again. I think for yeah. origin stories that are like a little bit too heavy mm-hmm. on the like this is how this character came to be, and yeah. like they just it was so self aware in the way that it kind of like maneuvered around all those tropes while mm-hmm. still like winking and nodding at Definitely. them the whole time. And that PSA at the end. It's so funny. As the like, oh, you even said it before the credits. Like, people were leaving during the credits. Was there another one? By the way, real quick, that credit sequence, the like claymation thing. Awesome. Really cool. Really cool. Definitely. Um, And them to do that, like, winking and you to say like, wait, you guys don't want to see what's going to be in the next event. You guys don't want to know. You guys don't want to know. And, and then, then they don't give you And then joke's that. on us. Like, the singer yeah. at the end is like this really good really funny really self-aware thing but like they say spider-man will be back but then we have that they had that weird thing that was like sony moved or like it was some weird credit sequence like that yeah but i think for all we know there will be i think i read something that like homecoming 2 or like where the second spider-man movie will be the is key. it gonna be spider-man prom spider-man prom well it's gonna be like that's the start of that will take place after infinity war and that will be the start of like the final Marvel phase, phase four, phase four, hmm. and then is, I think I Black think they're Panther gonna take a few years four? off and then read. Yeah. Hmm? Black Panther phase four technically. I think he's still phase three because it's, it's the it's the Avengers and the Infinity War shit. Like the the Avenger movie is always the checkpoint, right? Right. So, hey, I'll watch another one of these movies. Phase three strong. I liked it a lot. Oh, Black Panther's gonna be sick, and so is Thor Ragnarok, dude. Yeah, that movie's gonna be dope. Very excited for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we fucking dug this movie. Hell yeah, we did. We really liked it. Yeah. Any other closing thoughts, Robbie? Um, I want to see it again. I really liked it. It's just so fun. It's nice to see, like I said in the beginning, it's nice to see a funny Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you enjoy hearing us talk about superhero movies, hey. check out our Batman retrospective hosted hey. by one Robert Anderson. That is me. Bangarang. Bangarang? Nope. That's not, <laughs> Bangarang is a, a different show. Yep. For our other podcast. Nope. That is, a, is an album. Bangarang. Anyway. Is that an album? Yep. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Moving Listen. on. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Check out Batarang. Hey. If you like Batman and hear or us talk about other superhero movies, sure. we're working our way through that entire franchise. All of them. All of them. All Every of them. single one. Yep. Everything that has ever said Batman ever. Uh, it seems like it. It so, feels like it. See you in 20 years. Bye. Yeah, so we just did Batman Returns. Uh, so if you guys are into that movie, check it, check out. it out. I'm Jack Holojewski. Robert Anderson. Thank you again for listening. Do you have like a catchy uh, Keep Keep on. With great power on. comes. Bye. Ooh. Seltzer. What brand of seltzer is this? Um, it's not San Pellegrino, <coughs> so not the one Wait, I was going it's for. It's Perrier. Perrier. Perrier sparkling Perrier for Perrier. <laughs> it's not cider. It's or a whatever. Yeah. Spark. It's a sparkling natural mineral water. It looks like it can go in your ass. You're holding on to it like I can't. Like, yeah, it's Perrier for your derriere. I told you. Unique by the intensity of bubbles. French by its natural mineral water source. Perrier, the extraordinary way to quench thirst. All day long. It's very wordy. I still think Perrier for your derriere plays better.
It makes people think it's for their ass. It though. is French. It's definitely French. It's so, from the French be, water. It could be for your ass. Well, they like bust up. For your ass.